Hey, money-making unicorns. I'm here to tell you that inspiration is so much greater than information and invitation. I know, unpopular unicorn opinions, but we're going to get into it today, so let's motherfucking go. Giddy up. Take off your pants. Unleash your true self. Real unicorns don't wear pants. Okay, one of the biggest mistakes that I see um, frequently happening is this over inundation of information where people think that value, quote unquote, value means that you give everybody everything that you've ever known about a subject. That's not valuable. You want to know why? Because people can fucking Google that shit. Okay. People can Google that piece of like, what am I supposed to do? And here are the 12 steps and blah, 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 blah. That shit is Googleable. Okay. Um, so endless information is not value. And I know that this one is tough because we want to give, we want to show the fuck up. We want to make sure that everybody knows that we know our shit. Right. Um, and we want to say like, Hey, I know all these things. So that's why you should listen to me. But the fact of the matter is people don't listen to information. I mean, think about it, right? How deteriorated is the fucking whole country on, well, really the whole world on reading right now, right? Like people don't read, they watch fucking commercials and sit on fucking clubhouse for fucking 22 hours a day. Like no one is really reading or being in that thing of like learning the way that they used to be. Okay. Because media happens so fast. There are so many fucking distractions on social media. It's fucking insane, right? Like, I mean, just watch yourself scroll. What? Try and stay focused for fucking 10 minutes on social media and not go down some fucking rabbit hole. Like it's hard. It's designed to do that, right? So if you're thinking that you can show up and give somebody amazing information, because I bet it is amazing information and have them digest it and implement it and get great results without them paying you first, I'm sorry to say that this is not how it works, okay? Like the value piece, like, and ask me how I fucking know, right? I have tried this. I have tried to tell people the fucking answers. They don't want the answers, okay? Because that's selling people what they need. And people don't want to buy what they need. They want to buy what they want. And they want results, okay? And the way that we showcase that we have results is actually not by telling everybody everything that we fucking know. We inspire them by showing them that we do, in fact, have the results that they want. Inspiration is always going to be greater than, in, in, than information and also invitation. This obligation piece that we see a lot in social media where it's like, well, in media in general, of like inviting somebody to something like I'm inviting you to my event. I'm inviting you to my webinar. Like, are you OK? That invitation piece, right, is obligation. It's saying to somebody Hey, like, you know, my birthday is next week. Like, please come to my birthday party when no one wants to come to your fucking lame ass birthday party. But if you were like, yeah, dude, it's going to be fucking rad. Like there's going to be a party and we're all going to be there and you're not. Then they're like, well, but what about me? Right? <laughs> Always inspiration is greater than information. So when we're in our free content land, you guys, you guys, you guys, like, Give them 80% inspiration and 20% information. That's what's going to help them to want to buy your thing. Because if they don't want to buy your thing, they're not fucking going to, no matter how many times you club them over the head with how great your information is. Because people are not buying information. They're buying a feeling. They're buying a result. And they're buying specifically how that result makes them feel. It has to be about them, not about you. 
And inspiration does that, right? When we feel a thing, when we hang out with someone that we just think is so fucking cool, we feel all the feelings. And those feelings are what drive sales. I just closed out February, okay? February was a $202,000 month in 28 days. $202,000 in 28 days. Big fucking month, guys. Just the beginning. This is just the beginning. Remember, my business is not even a month, it's not even a year old yet. So really big fucking month. Felt really good. And a big part of that was the retreat. Okay. And the retreat was done in open loop format, of course, with all of the things. But really, the piece that sold at the retreat was the feeling. It was the vibration. It was that tingle, tingle between your toes where you just couldn't get enough of it. That's why they bought. And how do I know? Well, because I fucking asked them, right? I fucking asked them why they bought. I had them do a survey and an overwhelming amount of people said the same thing that people say to me in my free group because the energy was amazing. Okay. So if you know that to be true, Create content strategies, create programs, create masterclasses that are fucking inspirational instead of informational. This whole thing of like, we're going to go sit at a summit for eight hours and we're going to listen to four different people pitch their fucking thing. Who cares? That does not take into consideration the user experience, the client experience, the guest experience. And no fucking shock here, guys. Where does that come from? Of course, it comes from hospitality right? You could get a motherfucking taco anywhere, but you go to get a taco from the place that you love the best. And yeah, their tacos are probably good, but there's probably a lot more that goes into that. You may like the feeling that it gives you when you walk in. You could smell the tortillas cooking in the back, right? You like that guy at the counter because he's real funny every time you come in there. Ambiance is everything, all right? If that same taco was somewhere else, you may not be so inclined because the way you feel when you walk in the door directly impacts the experience that you're going to have for the rest of the time that you're in there. That's inspiration at work. That's why people spend millions of dollars creating beautiful environments for their restaurants so that the food tastes better, right? That's why people train the staff so that people enjoy being there because when you're in a good mood, your fucking dinner tastes better. This is no fucking different, right? Even if you're selling something super fucking serious, you can still have fun with it. You can still give them an amazing user experience that has a vibration frequency that that just sounds different, right? Because that gets people fucking jazzed up. That gets people in the fucking mood. And when you start doing those things and you really think about it from their perspective, that's how you create competitive edge. That's the baseline for your branding is the vibe, right? So why shouldn't that translate through your sales process? Why shouldn't that translate to your delivery process? Those little tiny details that everybody else thinks are just fucking obsolete are the things that make all of the fucking difference in the world. And that comes from you really coming from a place of true service, right? Where you really care about your fucking guest experience. In the bar industry, I had a fuck ton of regulars, okay? And people just didn't get it. So people didn't get it because I was a bitch and they were like, well, I just don't understand if you have all these regulars, like, how do you have all these regulars if you're such a fucking bitch all the time? (laughs) Because you don't get it. People come for an experience and some people go to a bar 
to have someone be really nice to them. Okay. They do. Maybe their wife is a fucking bitch and they just don't want to do it. But once upon a time when I worked at um, the casino, I worked in like a higher end, like echelon bar that was very fancy and all of the things, you know, and we had a lot of traveling businessmen that would come through and they had like an exact point situation at, at this casino. So they had to stay at this casino. So they were on a like rotation. They would be there every other week or whatever. Every other week for three days, they were traveling business businessmen, right? And they'd come in and they would, they would hang out and they would dine alone. Okay. Now, some of them, like you get to know them because they're always there on your shift every other week and you kind of have that, that relationship, the rapport that builds. But they could go to one of any, I mean, there's literally like 18 bars in the casino. They could pick any bar they wanted. So why the fuck would they pick mine if I was a bitch all the time, right? Well, because I really understood what they wanted from the situation. Like, I'll give you an example of this guy. We'll just name him Pete, okay? Pete would come in and, you know, he had a really high pressure job. Like, it was very stressful for him. Um, he worked in the financial industry. And so it was just like, it was a lot, like he was very overwhelmed. And you could tell that when he got, by the time he got done with his work day, and it was always a little later, he wasn't coming in at five. Like he was more of like the eight 30 guy. Right. And he would come in and I would hold the kitchen for him because the last order would come in at eight 30. And so I would always make sure and order his dinner for him before he got there. That's nice. Right. Okay. So that he never missed his dinner. So he would order it. Or I would order it for him, and by the time then he would got he would get there, so he wouldn't miss miss the kitchen, okay. And so he knew I was gonna do this for him. Like every fucking time he was in town, every other Tuesday, I remembered to fucking order the the meat <laughs> the meatball raviolis, you know, and do the thing so that he could have dinner. And he would sit down, right, and we'd start bullshitting, and he would talk about his day, and I would be a total bitch to him, like because that's what he wanted right? He wanted someone to nag him. And I was like, Oh my God, your shirt looks like shit today. Did you iron that yourself? Or are you a five-year-old? Oh my God. Can you straighten your tie? Like seriously, why don't you just take it off? It looks ridiculous. Right. And talking to him like that, it made him laugh. He thought it was funny. He had this kind of edge to him where he was like, who the fucking bitch think he, that she is. And after months of this dance, right? Like it came out that like, I reminded him of his wife and his wife had passed away a couple years ago. And like, you know, she was a real spitfire. She was real mean and crass and fucking nagged his shit all the time. And that's what he missed. He missed someone to care that he was late. He missed someone to bitch at him that he didn't eat his fucking vegetables. And so he can't have dessert, right? He missed that interaction. And so what I was providing for him was value to him. Because energetically, it felt good, okay? And how did I know that? Well, because I'm fucking highly intuitive, right? I noticed that when I was nice to him, he didn't respond quite as well. And when I was a little bit meaner, he kind of perked up a little bit. And so I got a little bit meaner and a little bit meaner and a little bit meaner. And each week, I could be meaner, which was funny to him, okay? Even though the people sitting next to him at the bar were like, what the fuck, <laughs> right? But it wasn't about that. It was about him. And that tailored, that tailored experience, right, of doing something that somebody likes and it makes them feel special is not always what you think it is. It's not always fucking sucking someone's dick. Like sometimes it's absolutely fucking delivering a one of a kind of experience. Okay. And, you know, in the online world, it's hard to scale. Okay. Scaling is tricky because, 
you know, you, you want to be able to serve as many people as you want. And in a one-on-one -on -one situation, it's easy to have a Pete where you can give Pete exactly what he wants, but not everyone's going to be a Pete. So how do you scale your business and still maintain that edge, that inspiration, that fucking glitter? Well, you pay for it. Okay. It's part of it. And for me, this is something that's really important. As I scale, as I grow, I don't ever want to lose that piece of personalization. I don't ever want people to feel like just a fucking number in my program because they're not. They're real fucking people. And I treat them like real fucking people. And I'm going to, you know, snap at them and tell them that they have to eat their fucking vegetables before they can have their chocolate fucking ice cream. <laughs> if that's what they need from me. So in my systems, in my sales process, in my marketing directives, in every piece of my business, because the way you do one thing is the way you do all things, I get to lace that shit up with full saturation branding and give a fuck, which means not everyone is going to get the same fucking experience because everybody needs a different experience. So that's why I have extra people on my staff. Okay. I brought extra people on. I just, I just brought one on this week and I'm really fucking excited to have her on board um, because I know she's going to help with those touch points. I know she gives a fuck. I know she cares about value because she came up through my program and I got to watch her grow and come out of her shell and scare the shit out of her the whole fucking time. <laughs> it's fun, right? It's fun. But I know that she gets my brand. So when I'm choosing people for my staff, I want to make sure that they are inspired by what we're doing here. Because I know that my brand is only as strong as the weakest person on my staff. And I want everyone on my staff to be fucking amazing. I want them to feel good about their job. I want them to show up and fucking be excited. Um, I want them to fucking love it the way that I love it. So that we can continue to inspire each other. So that we can continue to inspire all of our clients and really taking it to that next fucking level of these personal touches. Today we did a meeting and we talked all about these little sparkles that we're going to fucking add into the program. Now that we have more systems in place, now that we've gotten to a place where it's like, you know, it's, it's normal. Nonstop is about, is almost a year old. The group will be a, a year old um, this month, but the program itself will be a year old in, in May. Um, so it's really exciting to like have hit stride and it's like, okay, now all these pieces are in place. People are getting results. It's fucking badass. Now I can add the sparkles. Now I can start adding the bells and the whistles and really assigning value to them. That's not just cookie cutter fucking nonsense. It's personalized value of how I can incorporate little things for birthdays and little bonuses here and there and, and little structural changes that nobody else does because my program is not cookie cutter. It's not bullshit, right? Like I really think about the guest experience and that's something that I feel like that art is getting lost, right? Well, it's just turn and burn, turn and burn, more sales, more sales, more sales. I believe that if I invest inspiration into my business, that I will make more money in the long run. Will I spend more money right now? Yep. You bet your butthole. <laughs> I am spending money right now, but I also am making money. And so that trade-off is huge. You know, I have this, the next retreat is already scheduled up and running. I have 54 people sold in for the next retreat and it's about five weeks out now. Um, and I ordered these fucking amazing swag boxes that are going to come in the mail and you get to have this extra little bonus thing that comes with it where you get to go click into a bonus funnel and all this shit, right? Did that take me extra time and attention and a fuck ton of money? Yes, 
It fucking did. But you know what? People are going to remember that shit. And if I learned anything from fucking hospitality, it's that that top of mind feeling pays dividends in the long run. Because when people buy from me once, they buy again because they have an amazing experience. I create regulars in the coaching industry. That's what I'm doing. And that longevity is a long-term business strategy that makes things sustainable because I continue to inspire and fucking deliver and wow and surprise and delight all of my clients, even the ones who have already paid me. I don't just let them fall by the wayside and say, well, she already fucking paid. So here's your fucking thing. No, you paid. And I'm excited that you're here. And I love that you're investing your time and energy into bettering yourself. And I love that we have this opportunity to work together. And I want to continue to elevate that experience because that's the real challenge. That's the real opportunity is to continue to inspire yourself so that you can continue to inspire other people, whether that's in your free audience or your paid audience, the layers are so fucking important. And, you know, I see a lot of coaches out there who do the bare fucking minimum. I do. And, you know, a lot of them are actually making great money. Okay. This is how I know that in a year, three years, five years, whatever the fuck it is, like, I know that I'm going to have an epic empire built because I don't stop at basic. I'm not a basic ass bitch. And neither are you, right? Because you wouldn't be fucking listening to shit if you were a basic ass bitch. You are not a basic ass bitch. So don't be afraid to do the unexpected. Don't be afraid to go above and beyond and do something that's not recommended, right? Everyone was like, you're fucking crazy for mailing out those envelopes one at a time. I would never do that. Right. And that's why I'm scaling fucking like gangbusters. That's why people are getting amazing results in my programs because I pay attention to the fucking details and I give a fuck. The give a fuck is so important. And that piece of, of really like investing more time and energy and money into your business to reflect and refine and make your processes better, make your systems better, help your staff to improve, give them managerial training, give them inspirational training so that, you know, they're not just lackeys, they're integral parts of your, of your team. I always told everybody in the bar industry, you know, if you treat your fucking staff like they're replaceable, they will act like it. My staff is not replaceable. My staff is fucking brilliant. They're fucking amazing. And I value them and I pay them well and I do all the things and I give them time off and I invest in them because they're an integral part of my fucking business. Right. And I'm always looking for opportunities to figure out how I can fucking pay them more or inspire them to do something cool or take them to motherfucking Disneyland, <laughs> whatever it is. I'm looking for those pieces because I give a fuck about my staff. And I get, that shows to the clients, right? Is that when you're really caring about your staff, your clients see that. They're inspired by how much you care. If you're, if you're the kind of asshole that treats the waiter like dog shit, like everybody knows it. Everybody can feel that. And that may get you some points in the beginning, but you know what? In the long run, like you got to take care of your people and you should want to. And that's what's going to create longevity and sustainability in your business so that you can continue to be inspired. Because the real secret to not burning out is to stay inspired and keep inspiring yourself every day. And when your team is there supporting you and fucking doing a bang up job, like that's inspirational in itself, 
right? Okay, it's so much more important than anything else is that you maintain that inspiration level from start to finish every motherfucking day. That's what keeps your head in the game. That's what keeps the needle moving. So this is your fucking challenge for the week, my little fucking unicorns. You want to be money-making unicorns and make more money? Challenge yourself. Inspire yourself every day and allow that to inspire the people around you, okay? And remember, like telling telling the truth and telling people about how much money you're making and how well you're doing and being out there showcasing that you're doing it, that you're crushing it, sharing your fucking numbers, sharing how many clients you sold in, sharing your testimonials of your clients raving about you. That is not fucking bragging. That is inspiration. That is you saying to everybody else, if I can do it, so can you. So don't let yourself get caught up in that fucking nonsense. It's not bragging. It's honest, right? It's integrity, okay? And if we're going to talk about our mistakes, we also get to talk about our successes because we want to inspire other people to know that you can make mistakes and still be motherfucking successful. Tell the fucking truth. That is really how you get to the next level. It's by continuing to inspire yourself, by celebrating your wins, recognizing your wins, and really feeling into that, okay? So don't let anybody else tell you any different. And remember, you can do whatever the fuck you want because you're a real unicorn and you don't fucking wear pants. For more trouble, go to realunicornsdon'twearpants.com. Hit that subscribe button and remember... Hashtag fuck pants.